0: Welcome to Cramming for Criogs. I'm John. And I'm John. And we're excited to have you with us today. Let's start off with female athlete triad related osteoporosis. A baseline bone mineral density measured via DEXA scan should be performed for those with functional hypothalamic amenorrhea. A Z-score, which is compared to average values for your age and gender, less than negative two is consistent with a diagnosis of osteoporosis. The classic management here is lifestyle intervention, specifically increased caloric intake and reduced exercise activity in addition to vitamin D and calcium supplementation. The big question is how and when to initiate pharmacologic therapy. The Endocrine Society 2017 guidelines actually recommend initiating hormonal therapy With physiologic doses of transdermal estradiol and cyclic progesterone in patients with functional hypothalamic amenorrhea and a Z-score of less than negative two, if either one, they're between the ages of 16 and 21, given this being a critical period of bone accrual, or two, they have a clinically significant fracture history and a lack of response to non-pharmacologic therapy for one year or more. Such supplementation leads to a near normalization of bone accrual rates in girls with anorexia. But
1: unfortunately, complete catch-up of Z-scores does not occur. How many of you checked your phone when you heard John Hunt's phone go off just now? And a more important question, remember back in 2019 when the flu was a thing? Of course, given masking guidelines in the era of COVID, rates of influenza infection fell in the 20 uh, 20 to 2021 season. Which is your OB patients be exposed to someone who tests positive for the flu? A quick reminder that pregnancy and the first two weeks of postpartum period are indications for post flu exposure prophylaxis. Prophylaxis with the viral neuraminidase inhibitor of Sultamivir or tamiflu is indicated in patients at high risk for hospitalization for flu complications. Healthy pregnant women are at an almost 20 fold increased risk for hospitalization for. Um, flu compared to their non-pregnant counterparts. Prophylaxis with oseltamivir 75 milligrams BID for five days should be initiated within 48 hours of exposure for full efficacy. Other indications for post-exposure prophylaxis include age of 65 years or more, chronic medical conditions, HIV, cancer, immunosuppression, BMI 40 or greater, residency in a long-term care facility, And American Indian and Alaskan Native heritage. Definitely still good to know for our older GYN and GYNOC patients. Lastly, let's
0: review the modalities for preventing preterm birth, since keeping track of all the different indications is always a feat in itself. For patients with no history, vaginal progesterone is recommended if the cervical length is less than 25 millimeters, and an ultrasound-indicated cerclage can be considered if the cervical length is less than 10 millimeters. For patients with a prior second trimester pregnancy loss due to cervical insufficiency or a prior cerclage, a history-indicated cerclage is recommended. For patients with a history of spontaneous preterm birth, serial cervical lengths should be performed between 16 and 24 weeks and progesterone supplementation can be universally offered. If the cervical length is ever drops below 25 millimeters, then ultrasound-indicated cerclage should be offered in this population. For twin gestations, a new RCT was published in 2020 supporting exam-indicated cerclage, and thus ACOG updated their recommendations in 2021 to consider exam-indicated
1: cerclage and twin gestations, which is huge. What a great end to our night's block. But does that mean that it's the end of our podcast? TBD. Thanks for joining us. We hope you learned a little something. Have a great new year and maybe see you in 2022.